Welcome to the Scale Up Valley podcast, where we bring the best founders, CEOs, and investors to help you scale a business from 1 million to 1 trillion. Today's guest is a very special one. His name is Ricardo Costa, the CEO of Group Bernardo Costa. Ricardo, welcome to the show. Hello, Mike. Thank you so much for, for being here and for inviting me to be to be present in your in your podcast. It's a pleasure. And to give a little bit of context, uh, Ricardo leads a more traditional uh, company or a group of companies, a holding uh, of companies. Uh, Ricardo will explain. Uh, it all started with a, with a family company that he was able to expand and diversify. And that's the purpose of the podcast today. So there are different ways of entrepreneurship. I've been covering mainly uh, startups and scale-ups and VC packet companies, but I also wanted to cover more the traditional way of really building a business for the for the long-term success and not only for for the ten-year uh, kind of uh, horizon and then trying to exit uh, the company. I wanted to bring a new way of thinking about entrepreneurship, and and that's why uh, it's a, with great pleasure that I have Ricardo here on the show. And Ricardo, for the ones who didn't have the pleasure to to meet you. Uh, before, let us know more uh, about your background, your story, and how did you end up uh, joining uh, the group Bernardo da Costa? And, and I would say building the group Bernardo da Costa because the first company was not called uh, Group Bernardo da Costa, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> group uh, in Portuguese means for the English an speaking audience, uh, an holding a group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I'm 44. Um, I have uh, four. Uh, for two kids, uh, four kids, two 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 wow. daughters and uh, two sons, uh, two blood and two heart sons, uh, two uh, from that I had with my wife uh, and two right. that I I'm not I'm now creating because they are with, living with me and they they were sons of my brother that passed last uh, last december so for the moment and for my life from now on i have Sorry to be for for kids uh, and, and happy on the other side and your happy, family and happy yes, and that my family <laughs> expands and they they are part of me oh, they are part of me uh, so i um, I started uh, in my in the company in 2001, uh, December 2001, uh, January 2002, when I finished my degree in um, management uh, and industrial engineering in uh, Lusiada University in 2001. Uh, but I passed the last year of my degree uh, in a company environment, uh, all the fifth fifth year of the the, the degree I passed mm -hmm. in a company environment in Aco Shoes. It's a manufacturer of uh, of shoes in Villanova de Famalicão, a company wow. with uh, more than uh, one thousand and five hundred employees, a, a huge a huge company, and wow. give me the experience because I never wanted to finish my degree uh, and have no experience at all and begin in the family business so it was important for me uh, this right. year that i passed in the in this um, in this company um, in 2011 uh, i'm i made a mba um, in catolica porto business school um, and uh, it was it was really important because it was an international mba with a week in uh, sao paulo a week in barcelona and a lot of uh, teachers from uh, mm -hmm. all over the world so it was also important 
because uh, traveling is another important thing for me that uh, I always mm -hmm. mention it because uh, it opened my horizons. Uh, in, it gave me gave me worlds and a lot of things that I do daily while I'm managing the, the companies is because I learned it during my my trips to to several several countries. Uh, even the happiness department, which I think we will speak a little bit about it uh, right. uh, in the next minutes, um, I I took I took it from a, from a journey from a trip to where I learned that there was a country that have a, a ministry of uh, happiness, an happiness ministry, mm -hmm. and that's why I I took it. Now we are all curious about what is the country. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so traveling for me is is really really important. Um, as I told you. I started in the in the family business in 2000 in January 2002 uh, the, and uh, it was a family business started by my grandfather in 1957 uh, so this year we we have uh, 66 uh, years old of uh, what a of great business. number <laughs> it's a it's a interesting number it's an interesting <laughs> number uh, so my grandfather started uh, when he was 47 years old so he was not a young entrepreneur uh, already a middle age uh, so we can see that uh, we it's not even uh, impossible to be an entrepreneur when we are um, across to, to 50 years old. So we started. Um, my father and my uncle they ran the, the they ran the business in the from 79 to 2011, and in 2011 I assumed the, the position of uh, of CEO of uh, of uh, at that time already a group. But the, the group started to be mounted in 2004 when I created the second company of the, the, the family business. Uh, the, at that time, Bernardo da Costa Segurança. Uh, segurança mm -hmm. means security. Uh, for yeah. the, uh, so it was a company related to security business, uh, uh, CCTV, uh, alarms, uh, fire detection, access control, uh, mm -hmm. intelligence and smart homes, uh, which nowadays is the most important company uh, and through some merge and acquisition uh, now the name of the company is IBD and uh, we are uh, leaders in uh, Iberia about uh, distribution of uh, electronic security equipments and um, and solutions and uh, I have I don't know if you want if you want me to continue to explain a little bit the where I made it in the group or if you want to to ask some specific question. No, no ju just keep going where where you are going, uh, Ricardo, and I, I will get okay. back. <laughs> okay, perfect. So in two thousand nine, I had my first international experience when uh, we created uh, Bernardo da Costa Mozambique. So it was um, mm -hmm. our first company uh, outside our Portuguese borders. Um, and this company was, uh, we owned that uh, during four years between 2009 and 2013, when uh, we sold uh, our, our shares to, uh, to, to another partner. In 2013, right. we started in Brazil. Uh, and Brazil, it was uh, an interesting and important uh, step for us because all the mistakes 
that we made in Mozambique during that uh, during the four years that we were there, we avoid to make them in in Brazil. Uh, different uh, countries, different culture, different a uh, lot of things are different. But the main mistakes that we made in Mozambique related to the persons we choose, uh, the perspective that we had at the time for uh, internationalization of the company, we avoid that in Brazil and. Today, after 10 years, we still have the, the company in Brazil. We are mm-hmm. Brazil, as uh, probably most of the people know, it's not an easy country to start uh, from uh, uh, a point of uh, huge uh, market. Foreign, foreigner, people, uh, foreigner people, because it's a very protective market uh, with a lot of uh, taxes and a lot of legal questions that we have to deal uh, on a daily basis. But uh, we are we are growing. Um, there are cycles in Brazil and economy of Brazil related to the political cycles that we passed. Uh, and now we are we are in a good phase in in Brazil. So it's the longest company that we have outside of Portugal. In 2015, we started in Spain. Um, <laughs> we in Spain uh, we made. The, a lot of mistakes because again it's a very protective market of uh, spanish companies and we tried during the first three four years to be alone as a portuguese uh, portuguese speaking guys and um, after four years we decided that it was better to have a spanish partner and what (laughs) was when we started the first merge uh, of uh, bernardo costa security with the deed and then with IP Techno, and now is IBD um, after this uh, this merge and acquisition, and uh, it's our most important country at the moment. Our turnover in Spain is around forty-five. This year it will be fifty million euros. So for us, is the most important uh, country wow. in terms of uh, turnover, with uh, more than one hundred people that we have in Spain and uh, split it by different uh, regions um, uh, so it's uh, it was a good a good move that we made in 2019 when we made the first merge uh, because i believe that uh, together mm-hmm. we are much stronger more, more stronger than uh, than alone and uh, that's why uh, i i say it uh, a lot of times during my uh, speech and uh, to my people mm-hmm. uh, to my employees but uh, mm-hmm. it's not uh, from the mouse because we 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 did it uh, we did it uh, we made uh, four merges uh, so um, because uh, i really believe i really believe that uh, one of the problems that we have in our economy in portugal is that uh, 99.2% of our companies are micro companies or really small companies mm-hmm. and uh, that don't give us scale uh, to our business and to compete in this global world that we are right. we are present uh, present now so uh, what we have now it's a group of uh, nine companies at the moment mm-hmm. uh, six of them in uh, portugal uh, in different kind of uh, business the security one as i told you the electrical yeah. installations it was the one that my grandfather started in 1957 right. Uh, we have audio and professional video. We have another of training and consultancy. Uh, oh. Smart Home we develop, is the only company that we developed. Uh, we have a R&D, uh, R&D department and we develop Smart Home solutions. And uh, a new one that we started in, um, in the pandemic, um, all, uh, 
during the pandemic situation in 2020 in 2021 uh, related to medical disposals uh, medical disposals that we supply mm -hmm. uh, some industries and healthcare facilities um, and in Amazing. Spain IBD Brazil Global America and Cameroon uh, SGC uh, with different kind of business. It started with construction business. Now we made mm -hmm. oil uh, transportation. Uh, so uh, it's wow. uh, it's uh, a different a different uh, business and not so related to technology because almost all of our companies are related to technologies. Uh, and this one in Cameroon, it's a it's a part of it. It's a part of it. But uh, right. it's running. It's running. Uh, I didn't visit Cameroon for more than four years, but we, I have uh, two partners there that are managing the, the business. Well, then. Just and the, an overall yeah. number, uh, around 250 uh, people uh, working, 100 in Portugal and 150 abroad. And uh, a turnover of uh, 62 this year, we will try to reach 65 millions uh, in the consolidation of the turnovers of the company. Super impressive. And when you joined, did, did you remember? Uh... Yes, when I joined, it was one company, uh, 1.8 million, uh, the wow. turnover, uh, wow. and 42 people, something like that. It's, it's important to share that it's it has been what a journey and it's not that you kind of inherited uh, a 50 million company and you were able to maintain it which is already uh, something amazing but you were really able to scale up the company uh, in yeah, a very impressive a, way it was an impressive journey but the most important uh, and uh, i i didn't made it by myself uh, i have a wonderful team uh, wonderful people that uh, some of them are with me since I started in 2002, uh, and some of them, they started after it. But uh, I have an, a really, really impressive team that are totally autonomous, and that, um, that allows me to make a lot of other things besides managing the companies, uh, like the, the association parts or the, the speech and the, the events that I participate. This is only possible because I have a wonderful team um, um, with me, my right and my left arms in the in the company, and uh, I really, I really thank, uh, I'm really thankful for for their for their confidence. Most of all, their confidence because they really trust me, and I really trust them. So it's the confidence is one of the key uh, when we you want to scale up a company. You cannot mm -hmm. scale up with, only with your harms. You need more harms, right. uh, so you need to be to have confidence in these harms that uh, you found to to help you to to grow. I will. I always love to share some metrics about uh, how difficult it is to scale up a company. We all know how difficult it is to start up a company, but also. Uh, it's even harder to scale it up. So typically, only 4% of all companies get 1 million in revenue. Uh, that's when you were able to uh, come in. Uh, only 0.4% uh, get to 10 million in revenue. So only 10% of the ones who get to 1 million get to 10 million. And under 0.04%, which means under 10% uh, of the companies who get to 10 gets to 100 million uh, and you are now at 60 uh, 62 going to 65 uh, 250 people uh, which is 
quite incredible and on your way to, to the 100 million uh, mark, which is uh, quite impressive. And in just, uh, let's say, because it, it takes some time to, to scale a company in 20 years, uh, next uh, 20 years. Next 20, year, since I, started, since I started the second company, it was yes. 2004. Right. So next year, it will make 20 years. But when you joined, it was 20, uh, 2001, 2001, so 22 years. 22 22 years. So which is in two decades. Uh, then we will go to the other stats how difficult it is to keep a company alive, right? So, no, <laughs> so I, I think you... 66 you, years, well... You, you already heard that uh, th there is uh, a statement in, uh, in our country that says that uh, first generation build, uh, right. second generation maintain, and third generation destroy it. Uh, and there, there are other are playing against around that. it. <laughs> so we are, uh, I am playing against it. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm, uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Uh, which is uh, really important also, is that you right. enjoy the process, that you enjoy the way. Um, I, I always put uh, targets, uh, small targets, uh, in order to motivate myself also to, um, to achieve that and to construct and to build new targets uh, it's uh, it's it's been a journey and but uh, a lovely a lovely one so you join in december of 2001 or january of 2002 uh, then you create the second company in 2004 that today represents over 75% of the revenue uh, and the company we could also underst understand that 50 million uh, of the revenue comes from the spanish uh, entity which also shows the importance of uh, of spain in the in the overall revenue which comes through ivd the second company that you uh, of course 75 percent comes from ivd so if 50 million comes from uh from spain it's it's the it's the same company but how has been your thought process in the beginning right so from 2002 to 2004 uh, did you try to expand, scale up the first company? Did you think that the first company was not scalable uh, at all? It needed to, 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 to change a bit the core business, evolve to a second business. So what was your thought process in the first two years of your mandate uh, leading the family company? Okay. It's an interesting question because um, as I, as uh, I told you, it's a, it, was a, it was a family company. When I, when I joined the company, I had... Uh, my father, three uncles, and uh, seven cousins. Uh, so oh. in uh, 40 persons, uh, 11 uh, were, were from, from family, who were family, family uh, persons. So um, it, it was not easy because at that time, I was the first one uh, who was in the university from the family. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, it, it was a process. The first three months, it was really, really hard because uh, I came from a huge company with more than 1,000 people, um, uh, the, right. manufacturer, the shoe manufacturer, the Echo Shoes. Uh, so uh, I arrived in the family company with uh, more than uh, 45 years old with people that uh, saw me burning and uh, follow all my steps uh, since I was a little a little kid mm -hmm. and I tried to change everything in three months 
uh, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I was I, I was wrong uh, because I understood that it was not like it was not possible to to change everything in in three in three months. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> and. Um, uh, it was uh, just a, a small detail. Uh, at that time, the the salaries uh, it was more or less like this. The second generation, uh, so my father and my uncles, all re- all the same salary. The third mm-hmm. generation, all the same salary. Uh, despite what they do, the responsibilities and so on. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, all of them with a car of a company because they were wow. family. So right. a typical um, family management uh, yeah. at, at that time. At that time. Right. So uh, as I don't believe in that kind of management, so I believe mm-hmm. that uh, we should recognize the people that works and not the people that is from family or that is from a long time in the company. So I, I read meritocracy, right? Meritocracy. That that was I. I believe uh, in three months. I I saw that it was not possible to change everything. Otherwise. I will be angry uh, with all my cousins and my uncles and so yeah. on. So uh, I found another way. Uh, I started to learn what people do. So mm-hmm. um, as I told, it was an electrical installation company. So mm-hmm. I was uh, seeing how they build the electrical installation. Uh, mm-hmm. At that time, we installed a lot of storage eaters. So I was installing the storage eaters. And even mm-hmm. in 2004, when we started the security business, it was me who programmed the panels, we installed the sirens, the detectors, mm-hmm. and so on, in order for people to see that uh, if, uh, because I thought at that time, if I want to lead these guys in the future, right. I need to understand what they do on during their days when when they are working um, is the only way that they can respect me as they as their leaders um, uh, right so it, it was what i do and it was important when in 2004 i created this company at the time bernarda costa security because um as you can imagine, in terms of shareholders, when uh, in the first company, the shares were split by a lot of people. Uh, mm-hmm. So in this second company, uh, I only created it with my father and my uncle and one cousin. Um, oh. So, um, and uh, in two, three years, I I bought the shares of my cousin. Then I started to, to manage only or let's say 75% of my time were dedicated more to this second company, only 25% on the, on the other business. At uh, 2011, the crisis came to Portugal, uh, to all over the world, but uh, Portugal and special, the construction business was really, really affected by the, the crisis and our electrical installation company 99% 99% of uh, the customers were uh, inter- um, construction companies. Uh, right. So uh, we became without customers because most of them, um, they, was, they were bankrupt. Uh, they were bankrupt. Mm-hmm. They didn't pay uh, a lot of money to, to our uh, first company. And that time uh, we start, I started to run the mm-hmm. business because my father and my uncle, they, they retired themselves. Uh, 
and it was the time that we rebuilt the, the group, but it was really, really important that we had the other company because the other company, right. the security one, um, it was running good and uh, all the banks, suppliers and so on um, trust us and trust the first company that, uh, and it was uh, really important for us that time because otherwise we had to to finish the the company to uh, to to also bankrupt the the company right. so the diversity of the business uh, it was really important uh, for uh, for the group right. today uh, if it was not that step in 2004 for sure we will not be not here today alive. speaking about this, uh, group, this group and so on yes yes Great, great move. So it was kind of out of necessity that in 2004, you kind of look into the company and said, okay, this will be difficult to, to keep scaling, uh, yeah. given the nature of the management of the company. And we all know how difficult it is to lead any family company because any decision has consequences in our uh, relationships uh, yes. at home or uh, with, with, with family. So when you prefer to build something from scratch in 2004 by uh, starting up uh, IBD. And I was just trying to understand, and, and from 2002 to 2011, did the electric installation company, the first company, uh, scale? Or it was almost yeah. stable at 1.2 million? Stable. The, right. the maximum, it was 2.5 million. Uh, okay. The maximum, it was 2.5 million. And then we had this, um, this moment. The, into then the moment yeah. of the, the crisis uh, that we just for, in 2014, it was 800K. Uh, because okay. we, we became without customers, uh, without customers, we reduced a lot our staff, uh, our uh, employees, the number of employees. Yeah. It was the only way to recover the company. And fortunately, yeah. we are growing now in the last three years. And uh, nice. uh, this year, in this company, we have uh, we expect a revenue of three three million. So it will it will okay. be good. It'll it be is good. a the triple uh, yes, since yeah. you since yeah. you started, uh, and so you you decide to to put some energy or more energy in IBD because you were able to start it in a more stable way uh, with less and stakeholders to manage, to, to manage and managed by myself or exactly. and, uh, but with the confidence of my father, my uncle, and my cousin, right. the total confidence. And this I have to to be thankful also because my uncle. Um, always trusted me uh, and it was really important my father for sure but it's it, it's my father right. so it was uh, is uh, sometimes it's not like this because i heard a lot of uh, friends that right. manage family business and even from their fathers they don't have the total support i had it from my father but also important it was my my uncle because he he had a, a total confidence on my management of this second company and it was uh, it was important for me. And did you start that second company from scratch? So it was with almost zero revenue. Okay, from so so you did scratch. the zero to one, the one zero. to ten, the zero. and the zero. and the ten to fifty. I remember my that I was really really nervous when I had uh, when I took the decision to buy the first car 
It was an Opel Corsa of uh, a commercial <laughs> one, two places. And I passed almost three nights without sleeping because it was the first car that I, I had to buy. I was thinking how I will pay it uh, with, uh, with zero revenue. But uh, it's good nowadays to, to remember that uh, that time. Right. I was uh, counting the stock. It was me as I made everything at the, in the first six months. Uh, I I buy. I count the stock. I sold. Uh, so it was right. uh, it was interesting. Interesting. And how did the idea uh, came to you? So it was a challenge. It was okay. a challenge. I visited a security exhibition in Madrid. Um, mm -hmm. the, the most important one in Iberia, it's Sikur, the name. It's mm -hmm. always in February, from two to two years in, um, in Madrid. And uh, uh, a distributor in Spain uh, challenged me, why you don't start this company in Portugal yeah. and we will support you. Uh, as your only supplier, we'll give you the exclusivity of our products in Portugal. Mm -hmm. And I spoke with my father, my uncle, and we started. And it was funny because we made the first year interesting one, maybe 700K, 650K in the first year. And this company in Spain decided to open their own business in Portugal. So wow. after one year, we became our only supplier, became our competitor. Right. Uh, and at that time, it was also interesting. I was thinking to close the business because... Uh, I had right. the, the other business, the family business, my grandfather business. At that time, I was even not paid by this second company. My salary came from the first the company. First. Well, so I, I, just, I, I was almost to decide, okay, let's forget it and uh, let's go back to the and other. Back to the core. Yeah, and to the core. And, <laughs> and, and try to manage the, the family. <laughs> it was, it was, I, I, I met a, a guy. Um, Mr. Umberto, uh, with mm -hmm. 61 years old, a lot of experience in security business. And he told me in Velasquez uh, Coffee okay. in Porto, give me a, give me a chance. Uh, I, will, I will try to, uh, to help you uh, and go to this manufacturer of fire detection in Algarve, which was the supplier of that company in Spain that uh, was our partner. And I pick my father, we put the car, we go to Faro, uh, and we spoke with this guy in Algarve, if you, if you will sell to us and allows us to be distributor of their products. And the right. guy said, yes. Uh, and it wow. was the moment that uh, now, I be, now I be the exist because also of this moment right. when this guy told me, I trust you, I will give you the products, you can sell my products. And Mr. Umberto, made some uh, handmade catalogs uh, with um, a printer and he, wow. he started from uh, in his arms with his handmade catalogs to selling the first detectors, the first signals and so on. And that's the way that I didn't close the company. And today we it was are your first commercial market. Yes, first commercial, then uh, sales director. Um, and uh, he retired after four four years at sixty five. But it was wow. uh, uh, it was a really important person for for me. Unfortunately, he passed away three years or four years ago. Uh, but uh, wow. I always remember Mr. Umberto as one of the important persons that we had in the in the company and in so, the group. 
So it was critical for you to, yes. to stay alive and, and to, to stay alive and not give up and not give right. up. Because a lot of people were telling me, give up, you don't need this. Uh, you have the family right. company, you have your right. that your grandfather started. Uh, but, um, and that it's incredible how not giving up on the second business has been so critical uh, to build to a support the first one and to support the first one. If, After if not, six, seven years uh, to support yeah. the first one, yes. Right. If not, maybe we were, as you said, we were not talking about this nope. amazing story nope. of 66 uh, years uh, so far. And and how was the scale-up? So uh, how difficult it was to get from the 1 million? So you were almost at 1 million at that time. It was much more get going to zero and, and giving up. You decided to keep going uh, and you were able to, um, to have access to this manufacturer in in the south of portugal in algarve um how long it took to go from one to ten let's say it was on the tree on the tree it was the 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 most uh, difficult decision when we our turnover in ibd uh, was three million euros because we we were good we were earning money with not right. of, uh, not so much risk, not so much people. some good margin, cash flow, good maybe, margin, right? yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm ambitious. Uh, I, uh, um, I'm, I I like to to scale up uh, things, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I I met a Chinese manufacturer, uh, Vision. Okay. They are world leaders of CCTV at the moment uh, with. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than 10 billion uh, um, business. Wow. <laughs> so okay. uh, it's another size. <laughs> another size, yes. But at that time, this was maybe 2011, 2010, mm-hmm. around it. And Chinese, they are really, really ambitious. So they want to, right. they want to grow more than 25, 30% per year. They are, right. if it's not like this, it's not a growth for them. Yeah. And we matched, we made, we matched, we matched. At that time, they were, nobody believed on them. Uh, mm-hmm. They were a Chinese manufacturer, a Chinese. Uh, mm-hmm. So people here see that no, they are Chinese, they are cheap, they, they are not good. And we believe on them. And we believe on them. We, we were our exclusive distributors for Portuguese market. And we grow together with them. Uh, we achieve okay. 60 million or 55 million, they achieve 10 or 12 billion. Um, so right. uh, we, we grow together together with them and together with other manufacturers after it. But Vision was the shift. It was the shift of, um, of mentality that, no, we need to grow. We need to grow. Right. We need to invest. We need to grow. Uh, and um, Vision was, was really important on this, um, on this process. And at that, that's, at that time, it was kind of 2007, uh, three no, years 2000, after. 2011. 2011. 2011, 2011 yes. Okay, because almost seven from, years after yes, the, the beginning of the campaign. From 2007 to 2011, our turnover was around 3 million. Uh, 2.8, 3.1, 2.1, okay. but uh, really, really stable. And it was, it was okay because it was, for me at that time, it was already more 
than the first company that right. my uh, was the triple to be more yeah, precise was, yeah, with, yeah. with less headcount which yeah, was yeah. even so a much better good, margin it was good for me it was uh, the sensation and the feeling was good as um, and as um, as responsible do you remember the the headcount at the time with uh, with the free million business excuse me the, the ad counts how many people uh, did uh, you have uh, around uh, nine nine ten okay compared people. to the 40 yes. people yeah. to generate different, one million in different, but different kind of business different. because okay. um, this business is distribution so uh, right. uh, the the value is on the products in the right. other business, my my grandfather business, it's yeah. on services. So right. uh, what you invoice is service of people. Uh, so right. this is different kind of the, business. The That's why, uh, yeah, yeah this is. So it, on this business, on IBD business, is a volume. We need volume right. in order to 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 achieve okay. uh, to to earn something interesting. <laughs> so you start in two thousand four, uh, then in two thousand and and five, you have this uh, yes definite yes. and life moment. Uh, yes. Then from two thousand seven to two thousand eleven, you were able, let's say, from two thousand five to two thousand seven, to get from the almost one to three million. Uh, with the new uh, provider in the south of Portugal, from to, to 2007 to 2011, you stabilized at, at three million. So you found a growth plateau, and you were feeling well because uh, it was not growing. But at the same time, it was a good business, a good margin, the triple of of the first one. 2011, you have this new partner coming from China, giving you exclusivity to operate in and represent them in Portugal or also in in Iberia. Just no, in at Portugal. that time, just in Portugal, just in okay. Portugal. So, and what happens from, let's say, from 2011, let's say, to get from the 3 million, uh, how did you scale from 3 to 10? What, what would you say, say would be uh, the next stage of growth? Right? From 2011 to 2014, I was really worried to solve the crisis of the first company. Okay. Um, as you remember, 2011 to 2014, yeah. it was a big crisis of the, the world. But uh, as I told you, that affect a lot of construction business. So I was trying to, um, to, to make this company survive. And right. fortunately, I made it. Um, and the next important step, it was in 2018, when I met the, my current uh, Spanish partners, and when we decided to make the first a partnership. Uh, mm -hmm. So we created uh, two companies more. They had one company in Spain. I had uh, BC Bernardo Costa in Portugal. They had DEED. We created DEED Portugal. I, I was their partners in DEED Portugal, and they created Bernardo Costa Spain. Uh, and uh, I was their partner. Amazing. So at that during one year, we worked with four companies, uh, two wow. in Portugal, two in uh, Spain. Uh, one I own myself, the other in Spain, they own themselves, and two, mm -hmm. we share some actions. And right. after one year, uh, in 2019, we decided to merge the four companies in one. Um, this was the first merge. And uh, at that time, the name of the merge was BC Deed. BC was my company. Mm -hmm. Deed were their company. So the first merge right. was uh, BC Deed. And that time, when we made the merge, the turnover was around uh, 25, 28 million. Uh, 
And in 2020, we merged with another Spanish company, IP Techno, uh, from Barcelona, uh, mm-hmm. specialized just in CCTV with a turnover of 10 million, this company. And it was when it uh, started IBD. So is I from IP Techno, B from BC, D okay. from BIT. Uh, just <laughs> for understand why it right. IBD. 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 And uh, now IBD uh, with all uh, with these two merge uh, represents, uh, let's say, 55, 55 more or less, uh, uh, a turnover of 55 millions. Right. So okay. it was after this merge and uh, fortunately we took the best from each companies and mm-hmm. now uh, we represent more than the three uh, of the three companies uh, before the merge so um, right. it's, it's good it's good but the 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 original bc portugal let's say one of the uh, yes. companies that uh, created IBD uh, at the end. We you... achieved 7 millions more or seven less. Mi- exactly. Along. 7 millions. You are reading my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So in, in, in that sense, it was, then it, you consider it's a merge, but uh, there are people that say that there is no merges, right? There is much more uh, acquisitions, but you, you still consider that you were able to... But it was a, it was a, it was a real merge. Merge. Got it. Why? Because we call... EY, uh, they uh-huh. evaluate ourselves, they evalu- evaluate uh, did, uh, and they said, uh, we don't want to pay anything to each other, so we create a, right. uh, we create a new one, and one percentage for the valuation of one, percentage evaluation of the other one, so it was a real merge. Uh, we right. didn't pay anything to another. Uh, so... so it was really... To, to have more scale and yes, to become more scale. Uh, and, and today, the being the being the Iberian uh, yes, leader yes, in in, in the space. Right. Yes, and of course, with two companies in Spain with a larger market, uh, that's why uh, yes. also the majority of the revenue or uh, comes it's, from it's in Spain. Yes, because the Spanish market, the Spanish market uh, is. Uh, five times bigger than Portuguese market uh, in almost everything that I know in almost everything that I know it's uh, if you want to, uh, to define a target uh, from Spain if you have the number in Portugal you multiply by five and you will be right. more or less like this so kind of going back to the summary uh, beginning first company electric installation company then in 2004, you decide to go to a new business because it just visited a fair and you were maybe interested about the topic of security. There is an opportunity that came. Why don't you represent us uh, in Portugal? That's that's why you start the business. Then you have this life and death moments. Then you have kind of the shinies and the moment that you need also to come back and uh, recover the the first uh, company of uh, of the group. Uh, and then you were able to just go with uh, international expansion, going from Portugal to Spain and becoming the Iberian leader through two mergers. Uh, or, yeah. And perfect. That, that... Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so this is 2020. And, and now I assume that you have been growing organically. Uh, yes, as it's IBD, organic, organic uh, grow. Organic grow. From the... The 28 million to to the to the or maybe with with the second merge you you became 
even larger, yes. right? Yes, yeah, so we the, the second merge gave us automatically 10 millions, uh, but uh, we increase with the organic grow, we are increasing it, uh, uh, acting as, as one, as one. Right. Uh, last, uh, just before the war, what we achieved to be Iberian distributors of the most important manufacturer of uh, alarm systems. Uh, okay. I, I mentioned the war because uh, they are based in Kiev. Uh, they are wow. in Ukraine. Uh, it's Ajax, the name of the, of the company mm -hmm. is Ajax. I believe that in the next four or five years, it will be a case study in all MBAs all over the world because uh, a company based in Kiev with uh, around 500 employees wow. during the first eight months of the war, they triple the revenue, the people, the markets where they are selling the wow. goods. Uh, they create a new factory in Turkey. Uh, so it's a case study. Uh, I have the pleasure to to know the the CEO uh, Alec, uh, and it will be it's a case study because uh, I was with their story. team. I was with their team in 24 February in Sikur, in the same exhibition where they challenged right. me in 2004, uh, and they started the war. Uh, and their team is still living in Spain. They didn't uh, return to, to, to Ukraine. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it's amazing. It's an amazing start. But this distribution allows us to, to increase in the last year um, also our revenue because it's a really, really strong uh, solution, uh, the most solid one in uh, all over the world in intruder alarms. So it was also important for the growth that we will have. Uh, we had last year and we will have it this year for sure. So you, you, you went almost from let's say, uh, 38 or 45, 38 at the end of the merge in 2020. To 55. This year, we want to achieve 55. Uh, and we can depend on the second semester. Uh, it's good. In Portugal, we are increasing 31% uh, till 31 of May, which is really, really good. Wow. Uh, in yeah. Spain, not so much, but the second semester, uh, we have a good perspective to grow. So... Uh, as uh, shareholders, we are pressing our team to achieve 60 at the end of the year. It will be difficult, <laughs> but let's see. Let's see. So, but you are definitely now scaling up at a faster pace compared to the to the yes. previous years. Uh, yes, because the story now we, of... are, we are stronger. We have more financial capability. Who, right. Just to give you an, um, a data which is important. To okay. be distributor of this Ajax company, Mm -hmm. um, first, we need to pay in advance all the goods. Um, okay. It was their policy, financial policy. The yeah. first order, it was 5 million euros. Wow. Um, it's only possible From when you have one. this kind of dimension. Yeah. dimension. Imagine BC, when our turnover exactly. it was 7 million, if I need to buy 5 million. At, at 80% of the revenue. <laughs> it was impossible for me, even with the bank support. Even with the 7 million, I was even thinking even about with, the beginning. but No, but yeah. even with the 7 million, it was impossible. Right. So when you, are, you have dimension, you have the correct partners, uh, you can do a lot of more things that you can do when you are alone. Uh, yeah. That's why I really believe that together we are stronger. I think this is an, an, an important point because sometimes you prefer to have your own autonomy and have a small business and, and you don't grow. So 
what has been the thought process and not only uh, your thought process of how were you able to find partners who were thinking and were aligned with the same values like you and were able to be open to think about the partnership? Uh, I even enjoy the way you did it. So you kind of did a two steps, like the first step, let's let's create another two companies and be partners on those companies. Maybe test waters during one year to see if we can work together. And after that, let's merge all the four companies in, in one. And then the second merge, that's another uh, story. And of course, if you were able to have the mindset to do the first merge, you also had the mindset to do the second merge. It was much more about the question of who were, were joining you. Uh, yeah. So you were already looking for someone to help you grow again through uh, m The most important is the values of the persons. This yeah. is our base, are the pillar. Uh, if you found persons that are aligned with your values, um, the partnership, responsibility, true confidence, uh, uh, tolerance, and so on, these are the most important thing. I always said, since I, I was young, that I prefer to have 1% of ADP that's 100% of BC. This was my statement during several years. And it's true. Uh, I don't mind to, to share my, um, uh, my opinions, to have a board uh, with, with different opinion. I love diversity. I think it's one of the keys of the, 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 the good yeah. companies is to have a diversity of, of people and not have people that always say yes, yes to you, like you are the boss and so on. So it was easy for me uh, to, to share responsibilities with my partners and to have different partners and in different companies. Uh, because I really believe, I really believe, I will say it again, stronger, uh, together we right. are stronger, together we are stronger. Love it. So uh, now it's, uh, if we look uh, to the future without sharing any confidential uh, information and putting you on the spot here, uh, what, what is the dream? Is to consolidate as uh, Iberian player or even to start thinking to become an uh, European player or to expand to Italy, uh, thinking about Central Europe? Uh, so what, what's next for uh, you, you IBD? you have any, any ball there? Uh, <laughs> no, the truth is that uh, we are planning to expand IBD for through Europe and Italy it will be the first uh, the first country that the sovereign will... European <laughs> leader. Yeah. Uh, Italy it will be the same because um, we are, and we are in the process of uh, of it. Uh, in terms of IBD, this is the what we expect for the future to to grow uh, to grow through uh, Europe uh, in the next five years to have three more countries in the next five years. This is right. our our target. In terms of the group. Uh, uh, we invested in Quanto Custa recently. Uh, mm -hmm. We we bought some some shares. I'm I'm board advisor now from Quanto Custa, and mm -hmm. I really believe that Quanto Custa can be a unicorn in the in mm -hmm. the future because um, they have a really really uh, strong management uh, with the three founders, and they have the the business um, or, oriented to the future in terms of. Uh, they were comparing, they were just comparing uh, during 14 years, but in the last two years, they invest a lot in marketplace. And now they are growing, we are growing a lot in terms of the marketplace. Uh, we are fighting with Fnac and Vorten. Uh, so they are all, 
they are afraid of us because they know that we are we are we are a love brand we are a love brand that people know that mm -hmm. people respect uh, because right. they they see they know that if they go to Quanta Pusta they will they will pay less uh, and this is important uh, especially in this moment that we are living uh, we are living now so in terms of group quanto Custa is um, is an investment mm -hmm. that we want to um, to consolidate in the next uh, in the next years right so any any reason why you highlighted uh quanto so so just because i really followers? i really believe yeah. i really believe okay. that quanto Custa. Um, I always I think that the the world is changing. We are feeling yeah. a lot of transitions. So we have the energy, we have the digital, and this uh, um, new revolution related to inter artificial intelligence. And Quanto uh, Custa, um, in terms of the digital transition and the intelligence, artificial intelligence is uh, in line of the process uh, and have, uh, and it was uh, right. interesting for us in terms of group to have some investment in this uh, in this area and we we choose Quanto uh, Custa right. and why we choose because of that of this uh, that yeah. I just explained to you but most important because of the persons that uh, founded Again. the, the projects yeah. and they are managing the the business Right, and and Quanto Custa is is a business that is growing through or, or is is raising capital through strategic investors like uh, like you. No, no, it was a it was a personal uh, um, uh, acquisition. One of the founders uh, okay. we met two years ago. We created some relationship, and uh, he proposed uh, me to buy some uh, some uh, shares. Uh, so okay. it was not in a public uh, public okay. tender or something like. But that. It was a strategic investor, yes, uh, a strategic, strategic investment. investment. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and a minority strategic investment, not uh... yes, a minority, a minority strategic investment. Okay. Yes. So, and and they are they are growing mainly through a bootstrapping um, mindset, or 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 raising capital, or venture raising venture capital. For sure, for the girl that, for sure that for the girl that we Maybe want next to step. have, we will, need, we will need a founder, <laughs> and we are. There are a lot of them that are approaching us. Uh, it's a question to choose the, the the one that will apport something to the business and not just many and not just many. Right. And, and anything, uh, I know that this kind of companies you don't like to disclose, but any kind of interval where Quanto Custa is in terms of revenue from, let's say, zero to one, one to five, five to 10. It, kind it of... depends um, because, you know, if you speak about KBP, so the business that we gave to our partners it's more than 200 million yeah. because uh, we we are just we are just in the middle the... we are just right. in the middle uh, in terms of uh, turnover it's around uh, 6 million around 6 million okay it's last year a... last year it was around 6 million for a tech company getting to to 6 million it, it's yeah. already a very significant yeah. uh, size of a, of a business and definitely we are seeing more and more companies kind of bootstrapping until the five. Uh, I even had, had a client who were able to get to uh, close to 20 million and, and then just raise uh, a 20 million round after that, which is uh, quite impressive. No, I believe that this year, uh, Quanto Custa will reach the 10 million. I have no doubt about it. Because the marketplace is increasing a lot. It's increasing. It's increasing a lot. Really yeah. scaling up as well. Another yeah. uh, yes. company on your portfolio that is scaling <laughs> up after 
I no, but this is not my uh, the, my intervention on this scale up is uh, 0 0.0001. Uh, no, uh, because I just entered, I started three months ago. So uh, this is responsibility of the management team of the Pimenta brothers, the three Pimenta brothers yeah. who are, who are running. But maybe uh, amazing Pimenta, the company. Pimenta brother will be talking about... Uh... Mr. Ricardo Costa, <laughs> a little bit, some years later, I like you let's talking about so. Mr. Let's Umberto. So. Yeah, let's hope so, let's hope so. So in terms of the, grow, the, the growth of the group, let's come back to the first business, the electric installation company that went from one to uh, three million today with life and death moments. Then 2004, you build this security business and we, we were able to become a, an Iberian player. Um, and there you have a, almost a story of internationalization, uh, mainly from Portugal to Spain through mergers um, and and maybe now to become an European leader, it might make more sense to make acquisitions because you are becoming bigger and bigger yes. than mergers. So I think that in a certain way, mergers sometimes are uh, even more uh, risky uh, yes. because you need to do this partnership. There is no exchange of uh, uh, of, of of payment for of for payment. the capital that 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 you are um, acquiring, uh, and then you were talking about kind of the diversification of the group, this investment or this strategic investment uh, and the minority investment in Quantucusta, that is a company that is scaling up that you really believe, uh, an investment of the group that is also, of course, the security business also has a lot of technology, but is much more tech oriented than the other businesses. Of the group also there you are diversifying uh a bit the the footprint uh of the group but you still have nine companies right so we were just talking about three so we are missing uh yes, the other six. ones are are more recent companies uh, young companies um the a touch is the one that i I am hope that, uh, that it can scale up because they develop a smart home solutions um, mm -hmm. and we have uh, the R&D, 100% uh, of the R&D is uh, inside the, the company, uh, but it's still a, a 700k uh, turnover company. And you bet. Uh, so uh, the training and consultancy, we give a lot of training, but this is a project that I started to give something something to the community i really believe in education that we can change the world by the education mm -hmm. so it's not a company to, to earn money so we have a lot of projects of trainings um, with the people that are in, unemployed with the old people and so on um, the revenue is around 200k 250k we have wow. the audio and professional video this company, I, I also believe that we can grow. The revenue of last year, it was 2.2 million. Um, but I, this year, it will be at least 3 million because we are in really strong projects in terms of the smart cities. We are working a lot, the smart cities. Uh, mm -hmm. This new concept uh, that uh, all the municipalities want to, to start. Um, and the, this, the medical disposals, it's a small company that maybe this year it will make 400, 500K, not more than, not more than this. In mm -hmm. Brazil, we had a, a, a nice year with 10 million reais. Uh, so uh, it's around nice. uh, 2 million euros, something, something like that. Uh, um, and in... And these are the most important, the most important companies that we right. have in the group. So you are kind of here um, 
some bets or new companies that you are building inside your portfolio yes. um, for the future that can be also become 10 million businesses or 20 million businesses in the future. Uh, you also have kind of a diversification from a geographical standpoint with uh, Brazilian uh, investment. I assume the, the companies that you were talking about are based in Portugal, the in kind Portugal. of the smart home solutions. Yes, all, the, all, all of them are in Portugal. So we have kind of the Iberian uh, concentration and with Brazil, you kind of uh, cross the ocean to the other side and you enter the Latin American uh, market and you make the group more global uh, yes. as well. IBD is also becoming an European player. I'm just thinking from a portfolio perspective, because I think it's important also as an entrepreneur, and now you have uh, almost uh, more than 20 years, 22 years uh, of your mandate with, with the company, uh, you start thinking in a different way, right? So you start with one company, then you expand to a second company out of necessity, but now you are much more uh, with portfolio plays. Of course, you have still a lot of concentration in one of one of the companies of the group, which is amazing because without that company you didn't became uh, yes. and you were not able to invest in that invest in but, the other ones in the other ones so yeah. i'm not criticizing uh neither uh, neither sending any opinion so what you made is is quite amazing I'm, I'm just trying to explain a little bit your thought process and sharing for the ones who are going through the the process right becoming a founder then becoming a ceo becoming much more uh, a business leader of one of the companies two companies becoming a group leader uh, even with the second company, you need to be able to come back to the first and recover the first during the crisis. So you became much more a CEO of two companies, then becoming much more an investor with this strategic investment in, in Quanto Custa, but still having a founder mentality by doing new bets in your group. So it's nice to see uh, how your mindset becomes from how do I build the first company or the second company? And now how do I build the holding that is diversified, that is present in, in different verticals, uh, more traditional, more technological, uh, technological or more tech, uh, more Iberian, more European, more Latin. Uh, so becoming more and more global without losing the focus. And I think that that's the important uh, and the difficult part to, to manage the base. The, the base uh, without losing the, the pillars and the values, which are the most, most important thing that I had from my grandfather and from my father are these uh, the values that uh, that made us running the business yeah just quickly to wrap up the this component and go to the happiness department and um, and and also uh, and let, let's see what we can cover because we are we, the, yes. the time is, is flying <laughs> uh, but but just wrapping up on on the and how how you build a group from almost zero or 1.2 million to uh, 60 uh, 5 million uh, group uh, and we we gave a lot of emphasis to IBD because that was the company that you started from zero to uh, 50 million uh, but, but the others are important sorry to interrupt yeah. you because the training company for instance with a turnover of 200k 250k it's really important for IBD because we'll give a lot of training of uh, security, okay. fire, yeah. and so on. Uh, the audio and video are also important because the there are some cross-selling and synergies and give us the dimension that the customers want to have as a partner in terms of IBD. So um, these companies that are related are important, are important for the growth of IBD. Yeah are part of the puzzle. So yes, again, yes. so you were thinking about the way you are building the portfolio. That's why we're saying 
it's much more an investor mindset the way you manage and build the the, the holding uh, than than the mindset of uh, how do I expand one company right so yeah. how do I play with with one company so it, it's it's a different mindset that is needed to and it's a different yeah. mindset because to be honest I'm not thinking in any of the companies I'm not thinking in, except in Quantupusta maybe. But I'm not thinking in an exit uh, or an exit in the right. in the near future. I'm I'm thinking to create in creating creating value, creating value, which is important uh, for for right. me. This my background uh, is like this. So uh, it's and I'm not criticizing the ones that want to make an ex extraordinary right. exit in two or three years. It's a different perspective of the business. Different perspective. Right. So we were talking about internationalization. We kind of uh, covered the expansion to Spain through IBD. Uh, you also talked about your company in 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 Brazil. Um, you also talked about the, the the way you get in Mozambique and you exited the company uh, four years later. You also talked about an investment in in Cameroon. So th this investment in Cameroon was kind of. Uh, expanding through the construction business, more the electric installation business yes. perspective. Yes, uh, I, I, I did assume, Cameroon right. to give uh. a, an offer to a line of uh, electrician of 11 kilometers. And uh, I left Cameroon as a partner of a company. Okay. They, in the five days, they convinced me to invest a little bit in that company. And that's why I, I we have this business in Cameroon. It's a funny okay. story. It's a funny story because I arrive as a supplier and I depart as a partner of, uh, of the, the company. And so, right. um, but it's the company that I have less relation with the management. With the, They don't okay. ask me money in the last seven years uh, i didn't hurt uh, earn any cents also but uh, that's it's a pity running. It's, running. <laughs> it's running there it's running there sometimes they change the they change the focus of the company as i told you you start with construction now they are making a transport of oil uh, in the in the country so but they are my partners are managing it uh, and um, i have to think uh, to be uh, to be honest i have to think uh, what is happening in cameroon and to decide if uh, it's good to be part or not uh, but but with the pandemic and uh, with the, the growth of the other company, the project of Cameroon is a little bit aside, a little right. bit aside. And in Brazil, it's also kind of a more strategic investment. Uh, no, but, in Brazil, yeah. I have a, I have monthly meetings with my partner, okay. and uh, I'm part of the I mean part of the the strategic uh, of the the company of the strategic of the company. So in Brazil, is different. Brazil is different. But the Brazilian company is more connected with the construction or the electric no, Brazil, installation. No, is exactly the same business of IBD, uh, okay. distribution of uh, security uh, solutions and equipments. Okay. Makes makes a lot of sense. And and thanks so much, Ricard, for being so open, kind of sharing no, a bit uh, more about the company. Because I think that we all, as as founders, CEOs, and, and entrepreneurs, we all learn a lot from the real stories instead of just, you know, uh sharing yeah, a very theory, uh, <laughs> theory about the and and I think that it's good to cover the story and and especially capture the way you think your thought process beyond building the the business and of course the lessons learned uh as well the wins to celebrate the wins uh as well so and to celebrate the win um going to 2017 you are very innovative 
being the first company to create an happiness department in Portugal. It's important to also give some context. Uh, when I thought about this, I was thinking from a different angle. Now, nowadays with IVD, I understand the kind of people that you have in your companies. So anyone knows there is a lack of labor for kind of traditional uh, companies. And, uh, and I think because the world change it to be uh, of course this is not to give my opinion here but the world changes so people nowadays want to be part of an organization that provides them value and they are not able to work like in the past for not a very good compensation and the awful uh, workplace uh, environment so and uh, talking about us not about them uh, as entrepreneurs we need to be able to find ways to become more competitive for the talent and more attractive, and more, more attractive, attractive uh, and, and be able to have a value proposition, not only for the customer, but also for for the talent or the team members that we bring to to the company. But word to you, 2017, what has been kind of the, the thought process again? Uh, no, a trip uh, like you did in, in, like it, in yeah, a trip to Abu Dhabi, uh, to Abu yeah. Dhabi, where I where I saw that uh, Abu Dhabi have a happiness ministry uh, and i thought uh, i didn't know that well, because we already have the culture which is the most important and it started with my grandfather then with my father and my uncle the culture of recognizing people to treat well the our people to make them feel well where they are working in our um, environment and in our offices so uh, why do not have an, a department that uh, only care about it then that's why in 2017 we create the happiness department uh, which it's uh, it's here to take care of people to uh, to make them uh, feel safe feel well feel healthy uh, and most of all to make them find this uh, uh, balance uh, work life balance uh, which is also so important now and there are always challenges on this uh, area we have this um, home at work uh, challenge with uh, this uh, flexibility challenge uh, and uh, most of all what uh, Margarita do because she is our chief happiness mm -hmm. officer she is listening people she is trying to understand their expectations how they feel at the company what they expect from the company what kind of impact this current situation of the war, the increase of prices, the inflation, mm -hmm. what kind of impact is creating in our people and how the company can answer to this impact and help people to, um, to make their life uh, a, little, a little better, uh, having in mind this impact that this, uh, this current situation is creating on them. And this uh, trying to resume is the happiness department, which is designed to be that department that just thinking how people can be uh, happy uh, while they are walking, uh, working. And yep. uh, if they are happy while they are working, because one third of the, the time that we have in our lives is working, the other third is sleeping and the other right. third is doing the other, all the other things. So if one third of our life is not happy, all our life will not be happy. So uh, I think it's important to have this care and to have um, uh, people um, that is motivating because I really believe that uh, happiness, it's, um, it's not just because it's a mission, but I believe that uh, success companies 
are the ones that take care uh, good for their employees and their people and their team. Yeah. I really believe in two really important metrics, the net promoter score for the customer and the employee net promoter score for the talent. And I think that as CEOs, we need to be able to manage both because without talent, we can serve the customer. Without the customer, uh, we can't have talent as well. So it's really uh, a marketplace. Uh, and and as, you were talk, as we were talking about the family businesses, I think this is the most challenging part of being a CEO is to be able to to manage different stakeholders and to align the interests of all the stakeholders to create value to all of them. And that's the way the business will, will grow. If, if one of the stakeholders of the business, uh, one of the groups of the business is suffering, uh, there is no, no future for, for the business because sooner or later we will uh, face some issues, right? Uh, yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> we can for sustain sure. it. Yeah. And and in terms of you have a shift people officer as well, or do you do you kind of converted more the shift people officer to be more focused on on? Uh, no, on the we shift? also have shift yeah. people officer okay. for the legal questions both. and other for both. So we have a shift shift happiness officer and a shift legal officer, and and people right and uh, people and people yes people, right. people, yeah got it. Makes sense. Any any final comments here, uh, Ricardo? I know that we are uh, already yes, we are a little bit already, Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, no, I think we we cover almost right. everything that was okay. important in terms of our perspective. Right. I think that I will let for a second episode the the topics of uh, the succession of uh, family companies. And you are invited to come for a second episode and also to share the progress. And also uh, the, the association, the important for us right. as companies to be part of something uh, that we can uh, have value and not be alone in this uh, in this uh, business or in this world. Right. You want to quickly share um, a bit about the association that you represent, just just naming them and, and, and yes, saying what a, they do. I am Ingo, uh, but uh, we we born uh, with a completely different mindset of the association, the business association. We have 900 business association in Portugal, but they are all dedicated, I think, to to things that were needed 30, 30 years ago, uh, training, consultancy, legal services, and so on. And they forget uh, the companies, they forget the CEOs, they forget the businessmen, the, uh, the entrepreneurs. Uh, what uh, we passed, uh, we passed three years to listen uh, CEOs and uh, and also universities, polytechnics, institutions, um, and what people need. People need bridges. People need to be connected. Connected each other, companies with companies, CEOs with CEOs, and companies with public institutions, public um, uh, governments, and also uh, in terms of internationalization uh, with other countries. And what is what we do? Uh, we do bridges, we connect people, a lot of networking, a lot of lobby, um, and a lot of information in order to give this kind of information that CEO need to take the best decision. And this is IAMINU, and uh, fortunately we have more than 200 uh, uh, medium and big companies, uh, industrial and technological business, and uh, we, are, we are growing. Uh, last 26th of May we made two years, and we have uh, 
ministers, the president of Repo the uh, president of Portugal together with us, because they recognize the work that we are uh, we are doing. But most of all, it's to change our mindset to make us think bigger because we have a problem in portugal we all we are used to think smaller and uh, we we attack uh, which is big uh, we have the we have fear of uh, the big uh, we need to change it because we have all the potential in our country to be uh, in the leaders to be one of the leaders of europe and of the world but we need to change this uh, mentality of our people and of our um, ceos uh, and congrats for for leading that movement and for being the the president. It's always good to see someone who is leading the movement, who who is a representation of those values, and who have made it on their own uh, career as as an entrepreneur. So uh, as we have been covering, so uh, it's always great to see someone who is not a diplomat uh, in in the good way not 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 uh, criticizing it we all need diplomatic skills yeah. but someone who made it and who is a representation of that movement uh, instead of someone who just speaks so someone who is able to speak and also uh, speak by their own action right so yes. and, and 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 that's the case so let's go to the last segment of the show uh ricardo where we kind of do a quick ping pong of questions and answers um if you would have the opportunity to have a coffee with yourself uh, at the beginning of 2002 uh when you were it as the the first business the electric installation business what advice would you offer to your uh younger ricardo uh be a good person most of all uh, the rest will come uh, the skills you, you can learn uh, there are a lot of hard skills but most of all be be a good person and never forget the important values of your life and what are you the most proud of on your journey so far uh, of of the team that i created uh, around me uh, i'm really really proud of them you started there worst advice ever receive it uh, to give up uh, <laughs> uh, to give up in 2005 um, um, importantly i didn't follow that advice and right. i didn't give up uh, and uh, that's why ibd and that's why we are here today exactly and now the resources your favorite book and this can be business or non-business the obama book uh, that i have in my side my bed uh, because mm -hmm. Obama is the the, the politics that is life that mo I most admire, and it's an inspiration for for me. Amazing! And your favorite movie or series? My favorite movie is The Braveheart. Uh, it's a it's a movie that I saw a lot, a lot, a lot of times, and uh, it's still my favorite. Still, my why favorite. does it inspire you? Uh, because the independence, I love to be independent. I love to be free. Uh, the right. freedom is uh, one of the biggest concord that we, right. we should be better. <laughs> yeah. And finally, your favorite podcast, excluding this one. Uh, I love to, to participate in the. I I will say it in Portuguese. Uh, the CEO is the limit. I will say it in English. The CEO is the limit uh, okay. from Ex Espresso, from Espresso, because uh, it gives a um, perspective of different CEOs and how they see their limits. Uh, 
and having in mind that for the CEO there are no limits. So uh, I I already participated there and it was a pleasure and I follow it uh, every week. Amazing. And for the Portuguese speaking audience, so we'll see. We'll... No, the we'll CEO L limit. We'll CEO L limit. Dois Ricardo, thanks so much for making the time to share with you to share with us the your great, your story and... it, it, it was my first uh, english speaking uh, podcast so uh, sorry for some mistakes but it was a really really pleasure to be here with you the audience uh, appreciates all our effort even on on my on myself uh, and thanks for the audience also no, for you, being you so seem patient. native you seem uh, <laughs> english native speaking so thank you no, but, uh, thank you so much Thank you, Ricardo, again, and to our community, thanks for being there. We keep bringing you the best of the best to make your life a little bit easier as you scale up your business. See you soon and keep scaling.